Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, we are talking about anxiety in the family. As part of my graduate program, I had an incredible professor who taught me about nervous systems. And our nervous systems are very energetic, and you can really feel someone else's nervous system. And I was trained on how to do this. And anyone can do this as long as they're intuitive, they can get quiet, they're very aware of their own nervous system, and you can start to sense your own nervous system and how it works and how it's feeling calm or how it's feeling anxiety. And then you can feel other people's nervous system and see if they're feeling calm or if they're feeling a certain emotion. It's being intuitive, it's listening in, it's energetic. We are very conscious beings, we're energetic beings, and our nervous systems really tell the story on how we're feeling. And it's important to tune into your own nervous system so you can tell when you're feeling triggered, you can appreciate when you're feeling calm, you know when you're starting to get angry or emotional, you really know yourself very well, and that is how you heal and have the best life possible, knowing yourself very well, knowing your nervous system, knowing your triggers, knowing your zen, and being able to work with that. Anxiety can be a family issue. I have worked with people in the past who have children with anxiety and they want to get their children help. They want to get their children either on medication or in with a counselor. Their child is expressing lots of nervousness, anxiousness, worry, doubt, fear. And where is this coming from? How does a small child feel these deep emotions and feel the weight of the world on their shoulders? Well, unfortunately, it probably comes from the parents in some cases, and I won't say all cases because in some instances, a child's just wired a certain way and they might be very hypersensitive. They might be just, their chemistry might be off and they're very anxious in this world. But in a lot of cases, children become the product of their environment So as an adult, and you are the adult, I want you to check yourself. I want you to look into yourself and see, what's my anxiety level? What is our family culture? Is my family culture adding to the anxiety of my children? Is it adding to the anxiety of my relationship? Is it adding to the anxiety of my pets? Is it adding to the anxiety of my own life? What is your family culture? Do you get up in the morning and rush around? Do you not have a good structure of bedtime and wake up time? Is the house organized? Is your home organized? Are you eating healthy food and keeping sugar and caffeine to a minimum? What's your family culture? This is a very important piece because your children's anxiety could be a result of how the household lives. So take a look at it. Do an audit of your home. Do an audit of your schedule. What time are you getting up? 
What time do the kids have to be to school? What time do you have to be to work? What time does your partner need to be to work? Take a look at this and are you getting up early enough to get everything done in the morning so nobody's rushing? Yes, there's some days that we oversleep, our alarm doesn't go off, there's mishaps all the time, but this is a regular day. On a regular day, a normal day in the life, we want to make sure we have enough time in the morning to do everything we need to do so we're not rushed, we're not hurrying along, the kids don't start the day anxious, go to school feeling rushed and anxious, feeling the frustration of the parents, feeling the frustration of the drive to school. How is your drive to school? How is your drive to work? Is it chaotic? Is it frustrating? Is it because you didn't give yourself enough time? Let's look at your family culture. How are you spending the rest of the day? Are you taking breaks? Are you doing self-care practices? Are you drinking a lot of water? Are you taking your time throughout the day and not having a sense of urgency constantly? What is your culture? What is your lifestyle choices? Remember, your lifestyle choices affects everybody in your household. So you want to find your zen, you want to calm your anxiety and be a role model to help your children, to guide your partner, to ease your pet. You want to know yourself and be able to attend to yourself so you can be the best person possible and really get your anxiety under control. Think about when you were a little kid. When you were a little kid, could you feel any tension in the home? Could you tell when something was off? Could you tell when your parents were mad or fighting? or when there was just a certain energy in the air. Chances are you could. You didn't know what was going on. You weren't sure in your child's mind it was something was off, something was different. You could sense it. This is how children are so in perceptive to their parents' energy. They're feeling their parents' nervous system. Children can feel the parents' nervous system and as much as parents think they're hiding it well, or think they're keeping it quiet and whispering, or keep it to themselves and not in the children's ears or in at the dinner table, the children can still sense the energy in the household. So it's important for you as an adult to know this, that your children are feeling everything you're experiencing. And so there might need to be some transparency in the home. If you're going through something, Tell the children in a language that they can understand, age appropriate, that this is going to be a tough week. I'm feeling a little stressed today. Dad and I are not getting along so well this week, but everything will be fine. Talking to the kids so they're not making up stories in their head. They're not living in fear and they can calm their anxiety. Children are very tuned in to you as a parent and as a partner, same thing. Have some transparency. If you're going through things, your partner might be sensing that. And if you're keeping it to yourself, they're going to have some anxiety because they're going to be wondering and curious and making up stories in their head. Communication is really important in relationship. And that includes relationship with your children, relationships with your partner. This is in the home family culture. 
What kind of culture are you creating in the home? Do the kids feel safe to talk to you? Do the kids feel safe in the home? Is the home clean? Is the home organized? Do they feel calm in the home? Is there a calm in the home? Is there ever any quiet time in the home? Or is there always noise going? Is there always screens on, games, computers, news, things going on throughout the house that's noisy? These things create anxiety because it's constant noise. It's constant brain stimulation. It's constant neurons firing. This day and age, so many kids are being babysat by screens. You want your kid to be quiet, you hand them your phone. If you want your kid to be to do their schoolwork, they have to get on their computer, their laptop, their tablet. Kids are on screens constantly, and that fires neurons. And when the neurons are constantly being fired, the brain is overworking, and that stimulates the nervous system, which creates anxiety. So it's important that there is some time where there's quiet, there's fresh air, there's outside time, there's healthy meal time where everyone's sitting together and talking about the day and their lives and sharing. What is the family culture? I really want you to audit your family culture. There needs to be some calm in the house, some quiet in the house, some communication, healthy communication in the house. And how does the day end in the family? Is there dinner together? Is there bath time at the end of the night? Is there bedtimes? Is it quiet? Is it calm? Do we have rituals? I talk about rituals for us as grown-ups for self-care practices. Let's have rituals with the kids. You want to start instilling good habits and healthy habits and self-care practices in your children. This is something you guys can do together to lower anxiety. Start the morning quiet. Get some morning rituals that each person can do either individually or as a family. Spend more time in quiet, zen, not so many screens going, not so much noise. And remember, your issues are being felt in your children's nervous system. As well as you think you're hiding it, your kids are very tuned into you. So your anxiety becomes their anxiety. And if there is real chaos in your home, if there's been a disturbance, a trauma, divorce, separation, cheating, child abuse, violence, domestic abuse, any of those things are going to change how your child sees the world. It's going to increase anxiety, possibly increase depression. It's going to affect your child. So it's important that you tend to the child as well as tend to yourself. Make sure the child gets some counseling, some coaching, some guidance through this time because they're only seeing it through their child's eyes and a child's mind. They don't have your mind as as grown up as you think your child might be, as well aware as your child is. They could be mature for their age. They are still children. Treat them as children. Guide them as children. Don't look at them as little adults because they're not. They're not your little friends that you should be sharing your life with. They're not little people that you should be asking their advice or asking their choice on bedtime, on food, or things like that. You can share in the conversation, but let them be the child and you be the adult. 
you take care of your nervous system so you can have a healthy anxiety level so it's calm at ease so you can role model how to take care of yourself so your child can learn how to take care of themselves Again, I'll say that some children are just wired different, so you could have a perfectly zen home, calm and great communication, no stress, and that child still might have some anxiety. That's just how they're wired. But in the typical child, a lot of times their anxiety comes from the family culture, and so it's important to take a look at that. It might also come from school culture. So if it's coming from their school culture and they're getting stress at school, they're not doing well, there's bullies, there's mean kids, not great teachers. If that's happening at school, you want to make sure that your family culture is a safe, calm place for them to come so that they know that they can share their experiences and feel a sense of safety at home. You don't want them to go to school and have this chaotic experience at school and then come home and not be able to share with their mother because their mother is too anxious and uptight to listen. The mother is too self-absorbed in her own life to listen. The father is too busy and self-absorbed in his life to listen. So the child has no one to share with. The child is left alone. And what does that do? It creates anxiety. So check your family culture, pay attention to your child, give them what they need, and make sure you clear your anxiety, calm your anxiety, find a therapist, get some coaching, let your life be the best life you can live so you can be the best parent possible. So here are some signs of anxiety, sweating, insomnia, lack of patience, overthinking, avoidance, stomach issues, constant worrying, panic attacks, procrastination, trouble breathing, rapid heartbeat, needing assurance, headaches, trouble concentrating, and memory issues. Those are some signs of anxiety that you might be experiencing or your children may be experiencing. Pay attention. Pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to your kids. And make sure you take care of yourself and just be aware and be a safe place for your child. Don't add to their anxiety. So what are some things that make anxiety worse? Skipping meals. Reaching for sugar poor eating habits, not exercising, watching the news, ignoring your anxiety, drinking caffeine, eating processed foods, not getting enough fluids, consuming alcohol, lack of sleep, and comparing yourself to others. These are important habits to break especially if you have anxiety, because you want your body to be its best, to handle any stressors that come your way. You might not even be stressed, but you might have these habits in your life that cause your nervous system to activate. So everything might be going well, but you still feel anxious. It's probably because of what you're putting into your body and not getting enough sleep and skipping meals and how your brain thinks if you're comparing yourself to others and especially the news is a real 
anxiety-provoking thing with the school shootings, mass shootings, all the violence, all the politics, all the awful things that are in the news. I say don't watch the news. Get to your little headline so you know what's going on in the world, but turn on something else or turn the TV off completely. It just adds to your anxiety. So here are some calming mantras to help with your anxiety. So if you want to calm your anxiety for you and your children, here are some calming mantras. Things always work out for me. Breathe, relax, everything is okay. I surrender myself to my higher self. I understand all is well, even if I don't see it yet. I choose ease and calm here and now. Joy is my birthright and I claim it now. I trust the timing of my life. This moment shall pass. Peace fills my heart, mind, and soul. Anxiety is a habit. I now choose peace instead. And so here are some things, if your child has anxiety, that you can ask them to create conversation, to support them, and to be a safe place for them. Make sure you're paying attention. Make sure you're not adding to your child's anxiety by having a anxiety yourself and a very stressful, chaotic family culture, a stressful, chaotic home. Try to make your home calm as possible for your child. But here are some things you can say to your child who has anxiety to support them. How can I help you? Can I help you? It will be okay soon. I'm going to stay with you until you feel better. Take a deep breath with me. This will pass. Things will get better. What can you do to make yourself feel better? You will get through this. Can we solve this problem together? It's okay to worry. And it's okay to stop worrying. Do you want to tell me what's worrying you? You are loved. You are strong and brave. I am here for you. I am your safe place. And I am here whenever you want to share whatever you're feeling. You create the family culture. You do. And it's important that you learn how to create a calm, peaceful, safe home. If you weren't raised in a calm, peaceful, safe home, then you might need support on how to do this. If you were raised by an anxious parent, you might be anxious yourself. So you might not have the skills to create a calm, safe home. Then you get the help of a professional. You get support. Start reading some books about parenting, Read books about anxiety, get some skills, get some information, get some knowledge. You aren't in this alone. You can have support, but it's important that you realize that your children's life and outlook is defined and created and nurtured by the family culture. What kind of culture are you creating in your home? 
Is it peaceful? Is it structured? Is it organized? Does it feel safe? Are you a safe place for them? Do you have the ability and the attunement to listen to them and pay attention to their needs? Are you putting them first? It's important that if you're a mother or a father, that you are paying attention to your children just as much as you're paying attention to your own life. Don't be so self-absorbed that you're missing your children's needs. Pay attention. Create a culture of love. Create a culture of safety. Create a culture of structure. Create a culture of morning rituals and evening rituals. Stick with them. Create healthy habits, self-care practices. Avoid those things that increase anxiety. And be kind to one another. Be loving to one another. Be thoughtful. Be a good listener. Create a family culture of safety. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.